Someone was telling me the other day that she had written to her friend and told her that she had found the leaky cauldron in Moscow. The leaky cauldron, for those who are not aware, is a pub in London in one of the Harry Potter novels. It looks very unimpressive. It's a bit of a dive. Few people go in. In fact, to the non-wizarding community, it looks like a disused shop front. But if you do go in, you discover that it is in fact the doorway to another world, the world of Hogwarts in the Harry Potter saga. Well, she said to her friend that she had discovered the leaky cauldron in Moscow, but it wasn't a pub, it was a church and you are sitting in it. <laughs> St Andrews is a doorway to a different, and maybe for some, a very strange world. It's a world where they do things in a different, rather eccentric, odd way, where they speak a different language and remember a different history. They don't play Quidditch, but they do play cricket. They don't have galleons, they do have sterling. People don't travel through fireplaces by flu powder, but they do drive on the left-hand side of the road. <laughs> it's a doorway to a different world. Well, 2,000 years ago, a cave, a cow shed, was another leaky cauldron. If you walked past, you would not be impressed you might be tempted to call social services. You would look in and see a young woman who had just become a mother. Her baby had been wrapped in swaddling clothes and placed in a cattle feeding trough. It was dark, cold, dirty, and as far from cosy and safe as you could get. But this dingy cow shed was the door between two worlds, between this world and another world. Some say it is a fantasy world, like the world of Harry Potter, a world that at best offers comfort to people, but that at its worst has crushed and oppressed people. But others say it is the door to a world that is more real than our visible, physical world that this world is a shadow land in comparison to the other, and that that world is the source of true hope, authentic purpose, genuine love, and real life. You see, 2,000 years ago, God stepped out of heaven and came to earth. Jesus was Emmanuel. It means God with us. And he came to a cow shed, and he was laid in a feeding trough. So often we look for God in the dramatic, the powerful, the awesome and the miraculous. We expect to see the big writing in the sky if God exists. You know, I am God, don't mess with me. Or we expect to meet God when he gives us miracles and signs. Well, it is interesting that when Jesus was born, there were miracles, there were signs. I mean, this child was conceived in a miraculous way. But nobody knew 
Apart from a very few, Mary herself, Joseph, Elizabeth, possibly Zechariah. And it would have been very easy to say that of course there was never a virgin birth. We could claim, as Joseph first thought, that the story of the angel was made up by Mary, who had no other witnesses in an age when people believed anything as a quite imaginative and novel way to cover up an indiscretion. And there were angels, but they only appeared to a few individuals and to some shepherds in the field. And who can trust shepherds? They had no doubt been on the wine or whatever it was that they drank at that time. That's the thing about miracles. That's the thing about amazing events. If you choose to do so, they can always be explained, dismissed, or simply treated as remarkable coincidences. But rather than looking for God in the dramatic and powerful, perhaps we should be looking for God in the leaky cauldrons of this world, the broken down old shops. Perhaps we should be looking for him in the cowshed. Mary heard the word of God when the angels came and told her that she was to be the mother of the Son of God, but she met with God when she was exhausted in pain, when she was the subject of village gossip, when all Joseph and her plans had failed, when, no doubt, Joseph is in the doghouse because he had not phoned through and booked a place in advance, when they were homeless and friendless in a strange town and they find themselves in a cowshed. That is when Jesus is born and God puts in an appearance. God shows himself first as love and then as power. God shows himself first as one who identifies himself with the poor and the powerless, who had put their hope not in revolution, not in standing up for their rights, but in him. At Christmas, Jesus is born in a cowshed and God comes to broken, nowhere people in broken, nowhere places. We call such places God-forsaken. But perhaps if we look a bit harder, we might discover that they are far from being God-forsaken. And at Easter, 33 years later, as Jesus is nailed to the cross, another broken, nowhere place, God identifies himself with us in our failure in our pain, in our sin. And maybe our meeting point with God is not in the triumphs of life when our causes are victorious or something goes really well for us and our dreams and plans and desires succeed and we get promotion or a pay rise or recognition or the love of our life. And it seems that all our wishes and hopes, perhaps we sometimes call them prayers, are answered. Often, that is the time we forget God. Rather, our meeting point with God is when we're broken and crushed and exhausted and vulnerable. When our causes have failed, our plans have failed, and we have failed, and we have come to the end of our resources, and we find ourselves in the cowshed. And we realise that we need a saviour.
and it's there that he comes to us, he identifies himself with us, and we meet him. I love the fact that St Andrew's is, for many people, a door between two cultures, a sort of leaky cauldron, although I do hope, perhaps with our new roof, not so leaky. And that it still remains, that we still remain open in this time of great difficulty. But I also pray that this place here and now can be for you a door to another world. You see, this is the place and the time when we don't have to pretend. We don't have to prove anything. We don't have to bring anything. We can be very real with ourselves, with the God who knows us and loves us. Not coming to him holding high our victories and triumphs and achievements and skills and status and the great things that we have done, wonderful no doubt that they are, but with our fears, our fear for the present, for those we love, maybe far away overseas, maybe even in armed forces. Our fear for the future. We come here with our sin, our uncertainty, our compromises, our failures, our lostness, our brokenness, our weakness, our mortality. We come and we can, before him, be vulnerable. We bring him our need for a saviour. And the wonderful thing is, then, when we are really honest, honest with ourselves and honest with him, we can meet with God, who loves you very much and who came to meet us first in a cowshed.